Hi everyone and welcome again to another episode of An Ocean of Ontological Light. I'm your host Ron Wright. Uh, today I'd like to talk to you about joy. <laughs> I entitled this uh, particular podcast the, the Joyous Realm. So happiness is everyone's pursuit. I mean if you take stock of any individual that you meet probably and ask them what it is that they're doing with their life and what it is that they would like to do with their life at the root of everything is man's pursuit of, of happiness I mean everyone wants to be happy whatever walk of life you're in whatever your age is everyone just wants to be happy this is generally speaking the pursuit of every human being you know from the the lowest criminal to the highest saint from the child in the playground to the CEO of a large company, everyone is really in pursuit of what they deem happiness is to them. And that really is the key. What is happiness to you? If you stop and think about it, really, everything that you're doing, there is happiness behind it. I mean, even getting up and going to work, as uh, dreary as that may be on any given day, um, the result of your work, that is money, accomplishment, at the root of that is your feeling of happiness. Have you ever stopped though to wonder why the inner compass of, a hu of human nature is kind of always pointing us in this direction of, of happiness? It's an important question because it speaks of an origin. It speaks of a design in us which came with us at birth. Happiness is a faint memory of our origin in the joyous light of God. And the pursuit of happiness is really a memory of where we came from and who gave us birth. The light of God is so deeply, profoundly uh, a part of who and what we are that the memory of that creates an orientation in our life toward wanting to be happy. The pursuit of happiness is a memory and it's also but a shadow of the real memory that drives our life, which is our relationship to God. So happiness uh, in the material sense is just the society's kind of watered down version of the true spiritual elixir that flows unabated within the human heart for a, a return to union with God. I mean, that is really at the source of our pursuit of happiness. A pursuit of happiness points to a much deeper memory in us, that <laughs> eternal joy that the Father has for his Son, a joy for which our spirit was created to live within, experience, and enjoy. You and I were designed to walk in the joyful fellowship of God. Our spirit holds the memory of this true homeland, if you want to say that, and therefore beckons us to the pursuit of that joy. Most of us, however, are living as mere separated fragments of that infinite bliss that emanates profusely from the fountain of the eternal Godhead, and nothing will ever satisfy our soul until that fragmented memory of our true origin kind of returns to the wholeness that speaks and calls our name. 
God is the wholeness for our soul and for our being. And our happiness is never going to be satisfied until we return to that wholeness and enjoy the light of God's fellowship and his presence. Joy and bliss are the true nature of our being because God has made Christ both our life and our living according to the scriptures. Living Christ is living the Father's joy. It is living heaven's bliss and earth's only future happiness. (laughs) So all other pursuits are kind of but a misguided attempt of our soul to find a surrogate satisfaction. Get this down into your spirit and, and never let it go. God is pure joy. He is undiminishable ecstasy. He's unending bliss. And our soul longs to experience that. All realms of existence are illuminated by his perfect resplendence. Knowledge of God is not the fearful dirge of religion, but it's really the ecstatic rapture of love. Religion frowns upon God being pure, unbounded bliss, but this is the united testimony of heaven. Eden, where God put Adam and Eve, our first parents, Eden means pleasure. And it's recorded in the scripture that Eden was the very first place that God's heart was for man. God put man in Eden, in the place of pleasure. Man's first home in creation was not a place for attainment or profit, power or prestige, but for the pleasure of God. We're created from bliss, and we're made to experience bliss and being transmuted to become this bliss by the very work of God's Spirit within us as we trust in Christ. Psalm 16 verse 11 uh, from the Christian Standard Bible says this, you reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy and at your right hand are eternal pleasures. (laughs) You know, it's confirmed by all levels of creation in all realms of existence that the Lord himself is the reservoir or the storehouse of all pleasure and bliss. Being, our being, emanates from bliss, not from some evolutionary happenstance, as science would try to make us believe. No. All living entities, once tasting the supreme bliss of the boundless perfection of God, well, they can never be satisfied again with anything lesser than that. The Godhead is a place of perpetually emanated, emanating perfection. And as a result, the very fountainhead of pure delight for all creation to be inebriated with. You know, really, it's, it is a failure in Christianity that the church has not majored in the meaning of the resurrection. Resurrection is pure victory over death and as such the foundation of eternal happiness for us. Religion keeps us focused on the atrocities of the cross rather than on the accolades of the resurrection. But in truth, the resurrection is the victory of the cross. It is the place where the cross 
the cross's effect come into place. In the resurrection of Christ, we enter with him into a life that is, by definition, beyond death. This is a life that can never diminish, age, grow weary, decrease, or lack in capacity. It is a life that is beyond the negatives of time, of aging and death, and as such is the very dawning of joy for the human spirit. As believers, we need to major in the resurrection. We need to major in a realm that is deathless, a realm that is perfect, and this is the realm of Christ in his resurrection. To say, as the scriptures do, that we have been included in Christ's resurrection is to say that we are baptized into his very joy. (laughs) There's no greater joy than a life that is beyond death. Here, in this resurrection, our spirit becomes a realm of the deathless. Infinite life becomes the energizing fuel that runs our redeemed soul beloved, I want to remind you today that if you love God, joy is not only possible, but it's actually inevitable. It is what you were made of. Despite the hardships that you experience in this life, and we all do, I'm here to remind you of your auspicious origin and encourage you to join in the joyous realm of the Son of God. You have been baptized into Christ's resurrection. In him you are in a life that is beyond death. And in that life is a joyous occasion that nothing in the world can substitute. While happiness may wither among mankind in these days that are ahead of us, joy is the unfolding destiny of the sons of God. We know that God's happy end for you and for me has been secured already in Christ, and you and I are heading toward an inevitable conclusion for our life. Why? Because God loves us and because he redeemed us in his Son. You know, your spirit was never made to sing a dirge, but to dance in that, in the joyous rays of the Godhead is one marked out for a beautiful inheritance. And you, my brother and sister, you have, you have been marked out for a beautiful inheritance in Christ and in his resurrection life. Psalm 16 verse 6 says, Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing. You hold my future The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. So today, I want to encourage you by this uh, podcast to remind you of the joy you came from, the joy you subsist in, and the joy you're going to. There is no other road that your life is on if you believe in Christ and if you're life has been joined to his and your destiny has come from joy it's dwelling in joy and it will end up in joy there's no other destiny for you because christ has raised himself from the dead and he's joined you to him and you get to share in that joyous resurrection life so that is the joy in which our lives are found today And uh, may this be an encouragement to you, whatever the circumstances you may be going through 
to dig down into your spirit, take that deep dive into your ontological reality and find the life of Christ there embedded in your spirit and offering to you a life of complete joy and complete bliss. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of An Ocean of Ontological Light. I hope you've been encouraged. God bless you and have a great day.